My work is never done, is it? My work's never done on myself. My work's never done on attempting to influence some spheres on this planet. I'm Jean-Carol Etoile. Welcome to my podcast, Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh, where I learn to live with, transcend, and even dare to recover from mental illness. I practice five modules in Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health Mesh, the Life Purpose Module, the um, Behavioral Module, Life Experiences Module, Emotions and Thoughts Processing Module, and Health Module. I feel those modules are integral to my mental wellness process and my well-being because they work together for me as my mental, all aspects of my mental illness have worked against me all my life. My life experiences have worked against me. My behavioral issues have worked against me. I did not have a good life purpose or I had a distorted life purpose anyway. I felt like I had to please people. I felt like I had to fall in love all the time. I was addicted to it. I felt like I... Um, could not control my emotions or my thoughts. And in a way, that's human and that's true, but I'm learning how to control my attitude and my behavior. That's what I can control. I can control that, and I can transcend emotions and try and learn to work with my thoughts and discard whatever thoughts are not helpful anymore. The health module is useful because the body and mind are connected. Uh, we have to be healthy in body in order to practice mental wellness and work on ourselves. And in turn, we have to uh, feel mentally well to know how to take care of ourselves and to pay attention to our bodies. So anyway, without further ado, I'm going to move on to my topic. Um, I don't know if my... I think my... Uh, my um, forum board and my website might be posted on one of my episodes. Um... I'm going to try and uh, look at my uh, podcast information again and make sure I have information about MESH. Otherwise, you can search Carol Etoile, Carol, without the E on the end, Etoile, E-T-O-I-L-E, and search Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health MESH. Mental, Emotional, and Self-Health MESH. And you can search it on uh, your search engine. Hopefully, you'll, you'll find it. I'll do my best to uh, make sure the latest information is available. Okay, sorry about that. One more disclaimer. And I'm not a doctor or a therapist. That's another disclaimer. If you are a danger to yourself or someone else, I encourage you very strongly to go to the appropriate channels, um, search crisis help. Um, hopefully uh, someone will direct you. If you really don't want to destroy yourself, if you're really afraid of losing control and you don't like it, then um, that means you do want some help. You do, even if you don't think you do now. So please help yourself if you're not safe. In the meantime, listen to me and self-help as you would like on the Internet or anywhere Self-care is a topic for me right now. In fact, I feel guilty about sitting here and doing a podcast episode when I can be making my bed right now. But I need to talk about how um, my mental illness and my brain will mess with me and make me believe that it's okay not to take care of myself. I know that sounds a little trippy, but if anybody can relate to that, I've probably helped you a little bit already just now. Because I, I understand that, that feeling. 
Um, I, I suffer from uh, depression. I suffer from emotional depression and some clinical depression. And I've chosen not to take any depressants because of side effects and because they haven't helped me. And I do not want to have electrodes plugged into my brain either. I don't want to have shock therapy. I don't want to go through the mental health system if I can help it, except to get evaluated periodically so I can collect my, my insufficient disability benefits from the, the government. Um, one of the things that I have been challenged with transcending lately has been a behavioral issue that is linked to my life experiences. I am an incest survivor of covert incest by a family member, and um, I'm a survivor of abuse in many areas, including intimate abuse. And um, my brain, my very young brain, learned how to uh, interpret love and intimacy just so when I experienced all those things growing up. And it's the holiday season now. It's almost Thanksgiving time or whatever you celebrate, everyone. I call it late harvest time. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but I do have a festivity with my roommate. Um, I sometimes cook dinner or we go out to eat, and we're looking forward to that. And along with that tradition comes memories, comes triggers, comes feelings, comes thoughts. And my behavior is challenged right now. I got a phone call from a friend that I used to know when I lived a couple of years in upstate New York. I've been all over the place. I was born in Kansas City, and I grew up here in, in Southern California, and... My family and I spent a couple of years living in upstate New York because my family loved to be adventurous. Um, they wanted to see what, what else was out there, especially the weather. Uh, my aunt especially. She loved uh, wild weather, and she thought that moving to upstate New York would, would add a little more spice and excitement to our life. Not to mention, my mother had just passed away, and uh, I think, although she denied it, um, she wanted to escape and get away from all the memories and all the triggers associated with living here in Southern California uh, where, with her uh, sister, with my aunt. And um, so she packed myself and her current boyfriend up, and we attempted to drive 3,000 miles to New York. And our car broke down mid-trip, and we had to fly the rest of the way. My grandfather had to pay the airfare because we were out of money out of resources. We had just enough to funds to uh, drive the rest of the way. We couldn't afford an airline ticket. So we ended up having to ask for help from my grandparents, my step-grandmother and my grandfather. And we spent the night there in Missouri. That's where we ended up, ironically. We ended up in our, in our hometown where we all grew, our whole family grew up. And um, I met this guy, Paul, in New York State. And uh, sometimes we keep in touch. He celebrates uh, Hanukkah. He's Jewish. And I celebrate Christmas and solstice. And I honor every holiday in the wintertime. I, I believe all of it's good. All of it's a festivity. And I love celebrating 
during this uh, cooling off time of the year. I like I like watching the lights light up as the earth gets darker, our side of the planet gets darker and colder. And um, I guess my strongest holiday is solstice. Although I've been saved August 6th, I, I will probably uh, celebrate Christmas for real as well. I'll, you know, probably mix it up a little bit. We can basically do whatever we want. We we're supposed to live in a free country, even though our country often doesn't doesn't act like it. So anyway, Paul and I talked. We kind of connected uh, several days ago, and um, he was also an old flame. And um, I'm committed now with a woman, and um, I knew that getting too close to Paul was going to maybe mess that up again. And she and I just almost had a really heart-rending breakup, which um, we were able to mend, and we made up. And um, I had some uh, medical issues last week. I had I had to see a doctor because I had an ear earache, and um, I had to stay home for several days. I couldn't go and visit my uh, girlfriend I was able to go and visit her the other the other night, but around that time I was visiting her, I was in touch with Paul, and he was asking me what I was doing for the holidays, and I said, "Oh, well, the the usual." And he goes, "Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not doing very much. Um, I'm having kind of a rocky uh, thing going on. You know, we're friends. We talk about things. We talk about our relationships. You know, we have that kind of friendship where we can." talk about this kind of stuff and he goes well I'm I don't know how where things are going with my uh my girlfriend because I told him a little bit about what was going on with D and he's like well I I don't know what's going on with with my my lady friend either things are kind of rocky things are wonderful too they're good but I don't know where it's going and I'm having some anxiety I was wondering if I could uh I was wondering if I could fly out to uh you know, or take a trip down here to, down to California, at least, you know, I'm not, I don't, you don't have to worry about putting me up for the night, Carol, you can just, uh, you know, I'm going to go to a, stay in a motel, and I, I, or I think I know a few people here in, in California, you know, you don't have to worry about, about putting me up, and I said, okay, um, whatever, um, we're friends, you know, we've got some pretty good boundaries, we can just, you know, hang out, and, um, so he um he ended up he ended up getting dropped off. I think he took he took an Uber part way. Maybe he got driven down by a friend another friend and I don't know if he flew. I don't I'm not sure what the COVID laws are anymore. I know that I subscribed to a YouTube channel where um where this person flies a lot and he uh puts up videos about his airplane trips. So maybe uh COVID's getting a little better with the laws. Maybe there isn't so much quarantine now, so or lockdown. So um, I think Paul might have flown some of the way and gotten driven some of the way. He has connections, and um, he is in a motel right now. He's been there for three days now. I think it feels like. And in the meantime, we've we've talked on the telephone, we've texted, we've emailed, and um, he did come over to my house. Um, the other day and he came over yesterday and um, I had boundaries when he did. I made sure my roommate Bruce was home and um, 
the, the second time, uh, last night, I made sure that I was on a Skype with, um, my mentor in Canada because I am a little scared. My primary addiction is love addiction and I'm a little scared that, um, I'm going to end up in a situation that's really slippery. And I did last night. Um, in fact, I did, I have for the past few days, although Paul visited me only twice and, and they were kind of uh, chaperoned, if you know what I mean, so that there wouldn't be any slippery slopes. Um, I found out, I realized today that I had not taken a bath in three days between my uh, mesh administrative work and a few other things that I'm doing on TikTok and a few uh, activist things that I'm doing uh, for election time and all that. Um, I have not had a bath. I finally did take a shower uh, about five minutes ago and I was about to come in here. My mentor checked in with me on Skype and said, Jen Carol, you better make sure you, you come back in, in your, into the back room and you clean up your room and you take your earbuds off. You don't want to get more wax in your ears. You take your damn earbuds off. He said this lovingly. You know, we, we trust each other. He can he can uh, beat me up a little bit sometimes. I, I told him he could, he could kick my butt sometimes. You get in your room and you uh, clean up and you, um, you know, make your bed. And now I'm ending up doing this uh, episode. But at least I'm doing an episode and not ending up in a make-out thing with Paul. Even, you know, and I'm in an exclusive relationship with Dee. Uh, she kind of, uh, she abraded me a little bit just now too. And she had a right to, she said, Carol, are you coming over tonight? Are you, are we going to have our usual date? Are, are you all right? And I said, I'm not all right, D, but I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm trying to deal with this right now. And, um, I, 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 uh, told my mentor to tell Paul, I need you. I need him to see a therapist, at least consult with one here in California. Um, it doesn't have to be a permanent, a permanent marriage, but you know, you know of a counselor that you used to see back in Canada and maybe they can refer him to someone. So uh, he said he would do that. And, um, right now I'm not sure what to prescribe for myself. Um, I don't think no contact is appropriate because we're friends, but um, maybe limited and conscious contact with him right now. It's November. I'm not gonna. I'm not about to spend a month and a half on him. You guys, you guys listening to me, listening on my podcast. I do not want to do this anymore. I almost went through this last summer with Gideon, and um, although my uh, my almost breakup with D wasn't about Gideon. It could, this one could be a, another breakup could happen over Paul. And uh, she understands about my love addiction. In fact, it wasn't even my love addiction that we were fighting about a few uh, episodes ago. We were fighting because I couldn't handle uh, intimacy very well. And uh, she, she got impatient, which was understandable. I mean, my God, she comes over to my house and um, she's hoping we'll, we'll finally... Uh, uh, you know, make love. And, uh, I got sick. I got physically ill when we almost made love that night. And it was probably because of my, uh, triggers. My brain just went off, you know, and I, and I had a flashback. So, um, 
it's likely that this Paul thing is more avoidance on my relationship right now and more avoidance because I'm dealing with finances. Hopefully I'm straightening that out. I had to use my uh, credit card again for some rides to the grocery store, but um, hopefully I can pay that back. That's stabilizing a little bit. Um, my roommate is going to be having surgery finally in a few days. So I'm glad for that. Things are looking up just a little bit. He's getting a new doctor and I'm trying to figure out where to go for my doctor because I do have a health module now because I've been having some issues and I want to get them checked out. Nothing serious, but I had some impacted earwax, um, the other, the other day. I think I'm finally, uh, clearing that out. I finally got the right medicine over the counter. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, this is a lengthy episode and it's got a lot of details. I do a lot of TMI and a lot of, um, run around when I talk. And I think I bore myself when I listen to my own stuff. But, um, the point is this, you guys, you can even skip over to, uh, 1720 because that's where I'm going to say one of the most important things on here. Are you neglecting yourself because you're having problems with depression or because you're having trigger overwhelm for holidays, especially? Um, are you, are you looking up some old flames or are they looking you up? Maybe some old friends or some old family members and you're being triggered. You're being kind of paralyzed emotionally and it's going to your body and you're having trouble getting moving you're having trouble keeping yourself up, keeping yourself clean. You're letting yourself go. Are you skipping baths? Are you skipping meals? I was skipping meals, you guys, yesterday. And my mentor pointed that out. And she's, he's like, Carol, you're going to effing starve to death. You're going to pass out. Because I was busy talking to Paul. I was busy doing mesh admin, admin work. I was on TikTok. I was doing activist work. I was chatting with my roommate. And I was wondering why my, I was feeling my blood pressure was going down. You guys really, I'm not kidding. I was wondering why I was having heart, heart palpitations during the night. Um, I had another episode in my eye with blephritis. Um, I had something in my eye and the pain got so bad. That was my sickness last night. And, um, the pain was so bad last night. My heart started, started racing and I had to do my, uh, my breathing and gravity grounding exercise that I did last episode to uh, control that. And thank God that went back to normal. But you guys, are you having trouble with self-care because of codependency? Look up codependency. The definition might surprise the you-know-what out of you. Look up love addiction. Look up addiction. Look up, are you having process addictions? Are you addicted to food? Are you do you feel like you have to eat, eat more comfort food? Um, look up self-neglect. Look up uh, phone addiction. Look up uh, inter internet addiction. Look up addiction obsessions, even with your friends and your family members. This is important, especially now. It's almost Thanksgiving time. And um, I'm being triggered in a positive way and in a negative way. I feel like I want to spend all my time with Paul. And I feel like I'm, uh, I'm getting limerent on him again. I feel like I'm getting all goo-goo-eyed and angel -y over him again, starry-eyed over him again. 
And I got news for you to wrap this up. This one up, baby. <sighs> I had an affair with him a long time ago. Back in uh, 2000, uh, 2004, I think it was. I had an affair with Paul. And uh, he was... Uh, he was uh, breaking up with uh, the woman he's even still with right now. He thought he was breaking up with her. And um, I was lonely, and I was still in treatment, and they weren't helping me. That's another episode. You can go back to the beginning of my podcast, you know, find out why I'm doing mental, emotional, and self-health mesh, and treating myself. Um, he was lonely, I was lonely. And we got together. And you know what happened after that, you guys? We broke up. And we didn't see each other for a couple of decades. That was back in 2004. It's 2022. And he didn't, he didn't uh, talk to me very much over holidays for years after that. And I asked him what was going on. I asked him about that last night. And he said, well, it's because... It hit me really hard, Carol. I had feelings for you, and I had to just stay away from you. And I said, I understand. Um, it, that that kind of stuff can be powerful. You know I'm dealing with that. So right now, you guys, I don't know if I should go no contact. It's That's a little extreme. We're friends. But maybe, maybe very limited contact. Just be aware of this. And as, as a peer counseling specialist, you guys, I'm sharing my experience. I hope this is helpful for you, you guys. I hope uh, you guys can be aware. If you're listening to this podcast, I hope you guys can be aware that you do have command, even if you don't feel like you do. You have it. The reason I'm sitting here on my beanbag chair right now is because I have to hold my phone and talk into the microphone. I'm afraid I'm going to drop it and fall down. If I move around the room, I'm afraid you guys won't be able to hear me very well if I'm making the bed. So I have to sit down and, and focus. So in one second, I'm going to um, turn this thing off and upload this episode. I hope you guys are all safe. Happy November. You have command. We have command over our holidays, you guys. We don't have to keep letting them happen to us. We, can, we have control and we have command over what we do this holiday season. And I'm going to practice what I preach. Blessings. May whatever you believe in be with you. Jesus loves you. Happy Veterans Day weekend, Americans. Whoever you're uh, mourning, whoever you're celebrating, whoever you're thinking about right now. We are veterans in mental wellness. We're fighting a war with mental illness, too. Whether we've been in combat, whether we're civilian, we're fighting mental illness, we're fighting our own minds, being our enemies. Take care. You're loved.